everybody, I just wanted to take a minute and thank you for listening to this podcast. Make sure you leave a like and a review on whatever podcast platform you're getting this from. Watch my daily radio shows live stream on rumble.com slash Casey the host. And I'm moving away from Facebook onto Telegram. So please follow me on Telegram at Casey the host. And of course, my website, which is a conservative news aggregator. You can get all of the best real news every single day, plus my daily show prep podcast videos and more, theburningtruth.us. And if you like knives, Kydex holsters, pepper spray, and hidden cameras, make sure you do your shopping at asdefense.com. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson, also covering for Pat Miller today. On News Talk 1190, 107.5 FM. I'll be honest with you. Go. Here's the thing. For those of you who are on the live stream right now, I was considering addressing the Pete Buttigieg electric car gas price fiasco over the weekend. That's where our former mayor, Pete Buttigieg, went out there and, and said, look, if you buy an electric car, you don't have to worry about the price of gas. Um I, I was considering addressing that, but I hadn't made up my mind yet. So if you want me to address that today, hop onto the live stream and just uh, hit yes, okay? All right, what do we have here? Uh, got a couple of, of new bits of research that are coming out about the COVID. Friendly reminder that the Omicron variant of COVID, which should have been named the Z variant of COVID, but the World Health Organization decided that they didn't want to offend Winnie the Flu, the dictator of China, whose name is Z, because you didn't know. Uh, so you're supposed to be using the Greek alphabet. Somebody sent me a message the other day and they didn't quite understand. They thought that the, the Omicron thing, there might be a copyright violation or something, but it's, it's the Greek alphabet. That's what we're doing. We're going through the Greek alphabet to name the, uh, the, the variants of COVID. So it should have been the Z variant, which is the one that's in South Africa right now, which is not the same South African variant they were trying to scare the world about back in April. It is a different South African variant. I confirmed that. So the Omicron variant, the current one, uh, very mild symptoms, zero hospitalizations globally, okay, zero. Uh, the, the man who discovered it said all of the symptoms are mild, thank God, and that's what we want. And, of course, basic virology, as the virus mutates, it'll become more infectious, less deadly, which is exactly what you want. Uh, we want that to take over. Uh, it sounds like a much better version of COVID to be the dominant version than Delta. Uh, take that over, and then uh, you'll have people basically having very mild illness. That's the goal. Uh, they try to scare you about it, but again, the, the people who know exactly what's going on over there are saying, no, no, this thing is, yes, it's more infectious, but zero hospitalizations. Nobody's been hospitalized with Omicron yet. That may change. Uh, nobody's been hospitalized with it. And very, very, very mild symptoms. So, you know, very voracious in spreading itself, which is what you would expect from a virus mutation like this. Uh, and likely the vaccines won't do much good because it's got over 30 mutations and the vaccines only address the potential for one mutation. Uh, so that's one of the reasons that they don't really work very well against the Delta variant either. So anyway... Uh, there is uh, an Oxford professor. Of course, we've talked about this before. Oxford University has been the most correct university throughout the pandemic. They, they have consistently been the ones to correct the errors of public health officials and Fauci and others throughout the world. And they have been right, not every time, 
But most of the time, they have had a much better record with COVID than anybody else. Remember, the lockdowns happened because the Royal College of London or the Imperial College of London, I think that's what it is, the Imperial College, uh, the Imperial College uh, got their math wrong. Maybe don't send your kids there for math degree. They got their math wrong, and they told everybody that we weren't going to be able to handle the number of people who would need to be hospitalized. We have to go in lockdowns to prevent people from being hospitalized, which is why the global lockdowns happened back in March of 2020. Well, they were wrong. They forgot to carry the one or something, and Oxford University called them out on it. Oxford said, hey, you're wrong. This is not going to happen. And the Imperial College withdrew their study. They admitted that they were wrong. They thanked Oxford for correcting their mistake. And the world went under lockdown anyway, because why the heck not? So the lockdowns happen because of a flawed study that was retracted and debunked. People are running around wearing their mask because we were under the impression that COVID was a typical respiratory disease and was spread through droplets, not aerosols. Well, once we found out that it was spread through aerosols, your mask became completely and totally useless. I have been over all of the science on this. Nobody has been able to debunk a single solitary thing that I said because there isn't a single solitary study out there that is peer-reviewed or clinical trial that says that I'm wrong. They all say that I'm right. Now, there's a new bit of information on this. Uh, University of Oxford professor Jim Naismith asserts that despite England dropping its mask mandate in July and Scotland keeping its rules in force, official data shows this has, quote, made no meaningful difference to infection rates. So this is just the latest bit of information, which confirms all of the previous information that it doesn't matter if you got mask mandates in place. It doesn't matter what percentage of your population is adhering to those mask mandates. It doesn't matter. Masks don't change the infection rate at all, period, end of story. There is anecdotal evidence, not concrete, but anecdotal evidence that masks actually increase the spread of covid and they are researching that right now. The theories behind that vary, but basically they're looking at the potential that people are not caring for their mask and they're infecting their mask. And then what they're doing is as they touch things and they continue to wear the mask and breathe through the mask, that they, they cause those particles to be airborne again um, and continue to spread. So, again, those are various theories as to why that might be. It is anecdotal at this point. I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that that is concrete, that mass spread COVID. We don't know that for sure, but there is some anecdotal evidence of that. There is zero evidence that masks slow, slow or stop the spread of COVID. It doesn't exist. Just period, end of story, doesn't exist. The best mask study, the best pro-mask argument study, shows that you need at least 600 thread count cotton or higher um, you could use silk. There's one other material I always forget. It's irrelevant because nobody has it. Um, but if you could use silk, you can use a 600 thread count or better cotton, multiple layers. Your mask can be effective on particles that are 500 times larger than COVID. So even the best pro mask study that's out there, and it was actually a well done study, says that masks can work, just not against COVID because the, the, the virus is 500 times smaller than the holes in your mask. So just throwing that out there. Uh, of course, the cloth mask situation is always very interesting because, it, you, you know, you get the cloth mask, which doesn't stop COVID anyway. But I digress. 
the cloth mask, which doesn't stop COVID. You get the cloth mask. You have to clean the cloth mask, right, Josh? Right? Been telling people that for two years, going back to when we thought it was spread through droplets. I was pulling my hair out going, y'all can't leave your stupid mask in the car, okay? <laughs> Some people are like, oh, no, the UVs will kill it. That ain't how that works. Um, people were, you know, using their same mask for, for a year, for crying out loud. They were contaminating their mask, their hands, were spreading the virus everywhere. It was driving me absolutely nuts. You have to clean your mask. There's a problem when you clean your mask, though. You know what the problem? Josh, you know what the problem is when you clean your mask? What's the best way to clean your mask? Probably just wash it, right? You just wash it. Most masks are cotton, right? You just go ahead and you, you wash your, your cotton mask. Yeah, the problem is when you wash your cotton mask, yeah, you'll get the virus and stuff off of it. You'll kill it and everything else. The problem is that it actually expands the gaps in the fabric. So your mask becomes even less effective than it was before, and it wasn't effective at all before. So if your mask could filter, oh, I don't know, five microns, which is, we're taking the 600 thread count cotton stuff here. If your mask could filter five microns or larger, when you wash it, it might only be able to filter eight microns or larger. So it actually got worse. There's also a new study out about MNR, excuse me, mRNA vaccines and that they are linked to, and I know that you'll be shocked by this, they are linked to a greater risk of heart attack, according to, ready? The American Heart Association. We'll talk about that coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I don't know how much the Fort Wayne audience cares about this. Brian Kelly has landed in Louisiana. <laughs> he's in, LSU's in Baton Rouge, right? Uh, so he's in, he's just landed. Uh, Brian Kelly doing what Brian Kelly does. How many schools has he skipped out in the middle of the season again? Two schools previously, right? So Cincinnati it was Central Michigan. He did. So he, he did. Isn't Notre Dame playoff bound? Yeah. What? Turn the microphone on. You're my sports guy. What's yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're, they're sitting at number six right now. So they're 11 and one. It doesn't make any sense why you skip out right here right now when you have a shot at maybe on the outside looking at the college playoff, right? Oh, man. History what, repeats what is, itself. What is going on? It's sad, man. Like, okay. So C- Cincinnati was a contender too, right? Cincinnati was there wasn't was the a playoff contender. system back then. No, no. But they were a contender for a bowl. Absolutely. Um, each one of these teams, starting at Central Michigan, he bounced out. Each they did. He didn't see the bowl season. He bounced okay. out each one of those postseasons. So Brian Kelly's strategy is basically secure some postseason appearance and then get the biggest contract you can get and leave. Goodbye. The Irish goodbye. I mean, ABC 57. I know we don't say that name, but hey, they got the best, they got the best title for this. The Irish goodbye. That's what Brian Kelly does. He's perfected that's, it. You know, that's yeah, that's I'll give I'll give it to him. I'll give him some credit. It's <laughs> he just yeah, he just landed in LSU. He's got he's got a purple jacket on, which is too small for him. Uh it's, it's like somebody brought him the jacket and they forgot to to get his size or he was lying about the size or something like that. I don't know. It's it's honestly it's hysterical. Um par for the course for Notre Dame. <laughs> and here's the thing. I, I told you before, I grew up, people didn't believe me when I first moved here. I grew up a Notre Dame fan. I, I'm from Las Vegas. I was a Notre Dame fan. I was a USC fan. I was a Michigan fan. 
And a lot of people don't understand that here. But from where I was at, you know, look, the only team we had was UNLV, which had like two winning seasons. And we were, we were a basketball powerhouse in the 90s. But that's it. And so you are fans of the teams that are, you know, they have tradition and they're consistently good and what the the, the betting markets say. So I kind of grew up in in that uh, that kind of an environment. People find that really, really weird. But um, I, I got to tell you, as much as I, I hate to see this happen to the players at Notre Dame, because they don't deserve this, it couldn't happen to a better university. I sincerely mean, because Notre Dame, as an institution, I mean, you suck. You're terrible. You are, you're run by, by a bunch of crazy people, and you do a bunch of crazy stuff, and I'm sorry, you kind of deserve to have your coach skip out on you in the middle of a winning season before the playoffs. It's not like we didn't warn them that this was going to happen many years ago, right? Josh, <clears throat> just saying. He never should have got that extension. Everybody knew he never should have got that extension, but he did. He got the extension. Uh, so now he's going to LSU. LSU has a history of good defenses, though, and Brian Kelly has a history of not having a good defense. He had one good defense that I can remember, and that was the one that he inherited. So let's see how that goes. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is more this is more entertaining for me as as somebody who doesn't watch football anymore. Honestly, I just I'm just just being just being straight with you guys. Uh, all right, so <laughs> let's take a look at this other study. Um, somebody was asking me if Trisha has called me back yet. No, I, I mean Trisha has not called me back. For those of you in Fort Wayne, you don't understand what the Trisha situation is. Go to theburningtruth.us. Go to my podcast section. Listen to the call with Trisha. Please listen to the call. I gave her half an hour to try and make a single point that I was wrong about COVID. Half an hour. It never happened. To be fair, some people think she was sauced. I think that Trisha just didn't come prepared. Uh, But go to theburningtruth.us, theburningtruth.us. That is my website. It is a conservative news aggregator. You should go there every morning for your news anyway. It has the best conservative news from around the country, real news, and refreshes multiple times throughout the day. But just just go there, listen to the podcast with Trisha, and we'll talk about this new study from the American Heart Association coming up next on 95.3 MNC and also covering for Pat Miller on News Talk 1190, well, 107.5 FM. Highest paid coach in college football. Brian Kelly is now. Highest paid coach in college. Ten-year contract. Is it 95 mil? Ouch. <laughs> What's that? Well, yeah, his incentives, yeah, his incentives are yeah, going to be through the roof, too. Woo, Nelly. I know, I know, I know. For the Fort Wayne audience, I apologize. Notre Dame's probably not something that you care all that much about, but uh, this is, it's really big news, not just in in our community, <laughs> but just in general. <laughs> 
And considering our uh, our relationship uh, with Brian Kelly, it's it's uh, <laughs> uh, Josh thinks Urban Meyer is going to be the coach to take over Notre Dame. That that is just a theory. I would be thrilled with that because I still think that Urban Meyer is the best college football coach ever. Um, and I, I truly do believe that. I will argue with anybody about that over and over and over and over and over again until I'm blue in the face. Anyway, I digress. I am covering for Pat Miller today on News Talk 1190-1075 FM. This is, of course, Casey Hendrickson on 95.3 MNC. Uh, I will also be covering for Pat tomorrow. So if you want to tune in tomorrow because you like me, that'll be great. If you hate my guts, then you know to listen to something else tomorrow. Um, but I also really got to talk about this mRNA study. This just came out. It, this month, and it doesn't say what people want you to hear. So I'm reading this in AH, ahajournals.org, okay? This is an abstract published by Stephen Gundry. mRNA COVID vaccines dramatically increase endothelial inflammatory markers and ACS risk as measured by the PULS cardiac test. A warning. This is the latest research that has been published by mRNA vaccines, specifically the COVID vaccine. We have on this show talked about mRNA technology used in cancer treatment in the studies and how those studies had to be stopped. Uh, because there was a serious issue with toxicity buildup as you got more and more injections. Again, I'm not saying that that is going to happen with the COVID vaccine. That may be something that had to deal with the cancer drugs and not the mRNA technology specifically. Um, I don't know enough about it. I don't want it. But you should know that this technology has been used in cancer treatment, and they stopped those tests because of toxicity per injection. So the more injections you got for cancer treatment, the more toxicity built up with the mRNA technology, and that's why they stopped. It was becoming very dangerous. Now, the reason that I bring that up is not to scare you, not to tell you not to get vaccinated if you choose to get vaccinated. My point is, as they continue to say you need to get more shots to protect yourself against COVID, which increasing body of evidence shows these vaccines don't really do, not with the latest variants anyway. I have to go back and I have to look at what happened with the cancer situation. If cancer studies were stopped because the more injections you got built up toxicity, shouldn't you at least consider that when you're talking about repetitive injections for COVID? It's just purely something I'm throwing out. There. I'm not telling you that it's inherently bad. I'm just saying that it should give you at least something to start talking to your doctor about. Uh, again, take your medical advice. I'm not offering you medical advice. I've never given you my my opinion about all of this stuff, with the exception of uh, when it comes to mandates and children. Everything else I've given you is the scientific research. So this is this is big because one, it's it's a new piece of research, but also it's a study by the American Heart Association. It's not a study by some doctor somewhere that you've never heard of, this is the American Heart Association. And they have concluded that, and I'm quoting now, the mRNA vaccines dramatically increase inflammation on the endothelium and T-cell infiltration of cardiac muscle. Now, I, I just want to remind everybody, 
Okay. Well, Fauci, and I know that we played the sound bites yesterday. Remember Fauci? An attack on me is an attack on science. And then yesterday, I represent science, right? That's Dr. Fauci. He's got a God complex. Many top scientists attacked him after those comments over the weekend. This is a guy who's a pathological liar. I'm not saying that as a, as a matter of my opinion. I have documented decades of Fauci lying. I've documented decades of doctors wanting Fauci to step down. You know, when Fauci is sitting there giving this interview and he says, all I'm trying to do is save lives. And you go back to the Bill Bennett interview. Well, Bill Bennett said, if I give you concrete proof that you are the reason people aren't getting vaccinated, would you step down? And Fauci said, no. So he's not interested in saving lives. It was a hypothetical scenario. A simple hypothetical scenario would be, look, if somebody came to me and said, Casey, if you quit your job, there won't be a a mass extinction event if you just quit your job and leave talk radio. And they provided concrete proof of it. I would quit my job. It's a hypothetical scenario. Josh, what, what does it hurt me to say that I would quit my job to prevent the extinction of human beings? And, and his ego wouldn't allow it to happen in a hypothetical scenario where Bill Bennett, who is a friend of Dr. Fauci's, where Bill Bennett goes, look, I think you've become toxic here. People are not getting vaccinated because you are the guy who is pushing it and they don't trust you. But in a hypothetical scenario, if I were to give you concrete evidence that if you stepped down, more people would become vaccinated, would you step down? And Fauci said no. He's not interested in saving lives. Fauci is what Fauci has always been. Fauci is an egomaniac with a God complex who is a bureaucrat who has been notoriously unsuccessful in his predictions of major public health emergencies. We conclude that the mRNA vaccines dramatically increase inflammation on the endothelium and T-cell infiltration of cardiac muscle and may account for the observations of increased thrombosis cardiomyopathy, and other vascular events following vaccination. That is in the abstract of this new study from the American Heart Association. So essentially, what this new study says, and again, it's, it's going to have to go through, um, you know, a couple more hoops and everything else, just letting you know. I, I can't, it doesn't say if it's peer-reviewed or not on there, so I'm just going to assume that it is not since it is new, Okay. That doesn't mean that it isn't. I just don't know. I don't see it here. Okay. What the American Heart Association study on mRNA COVID specific COVID vaccines is that they lead to, and this is the shocking bit. Some of you may or may not have heard about this before on this show. It could lead to an increased risk of heart attack. Now we have more than one study that says that the risk, particularly to adolescent boys for heart inflammation and heart issues is much higher than the risk of COVID to an adolescent boy who is healthy. Okay. We're not talking about comorbidities here. Do you remember when the news media and Fauci, and public health officials, and the CDC, and the WHO, do you remember when they told you that it was a conspiracy theory 
that the COVID vaccinations caused heart inflammation. Do you remember that? Josh, do you remember that? It's a conspiracy theory. It wasn't real. And then do you remember when the CDC came out and said, hey, hold on a second. Far more people are having heart issues after being vaccinated than we previously thought. Do you remember that? And now you've got the American Heart Association going, yeah, our analysis of the mRNA COVID vaccines is that it increases the risk of heart attacks. Now, I know that everybody is different. This is anecdotal. This is just my personal experience. This is obviously not meant to be scientific in any way, shape, or form. I know more people who have blood clots from the vaccines than have died from COVID. And... That needs to be factored in here. When you have 20-year-old world-class athletes all over the world dropping, being hospitalized, fainting, or dying, or receiving serious blood clots, heart inflammation, there's a record. We've talked about this for for weeks now. In Germany in particular, I mean, the, the soccer players in Germany are demanding an investigation as to why so many of them are dropping on the field of play. Because it's never happened before. In the United States, there is a larger than average number of teenage athletes dropping on the court or the field. Most of them are not dying, thank God, but some are. And usually there's a very specific set of circumstances that causes that to happen. Usually you're dealing with a kid who's on a liquid diet. They're taking some supplement like a like a diet pill or something, or they are over consuming energy drinks. A lot of these kids who drop uh, when they start uh, playing, uh, it's because they've had three or four energy drinks that day or something like. Very dangerous. An energy drink is fine. Having that many of them, particularly when you're young, not good for the ticker. The problem is, is that the kids not only are increasing in in having these episodes. There doesn't appear to be any connection to any of the traditional things that cause those collapses. You've got FIFA players now that are asking FIFA, the soccer organization, to investigate because too many of them are collapsing. Now, why do you think that is? Some people are like, well, that doesn't make that. Why is it FIFA? You ever played soccer? Josh, you ever played soccer? You're running all the time. It's not like a lot of other sports where you have spurts and then you rest. Spurts and then you're running all the time when you play soccer, which means it puts way more stress on the exact same system of your body that COVID and the vaccine affect, which is why soccer players and some hockey players seem to be having a bigger issue with this than most other athletes. Um, we're seeing it in basketball too. Not so much in football because you have those rest periods. And again, it's just, this is from the American Heart Association. And there's going to be other studies that come out, I guarantee you, tomorrow. Today, they won't allow this to be posted on social media. And then tomorrow, there'll be some other doctors that come out and go, oh, yeah, the American Heart Association study is bull, and it'll get, it'll get rabbit-holed, and you'll never hear about it again. That's just how this goes. Happens every single time. Just be careful. Friendly reminder that the CDC is the same group in 1976 who lied about a pandemic to get Americans to take an experimental vaccine that maimed thousands of people, and then they lied about it and covered it up. 
60 Minutes exposed it two years later, 1978. Just fair reminder. More coming up, 95.3 MNC. And coverage for Pat Miller on News Talk 1190, WoWo, 107.5 FM. Yeah, there's a there's a bunch of people trying to air quote debunk the the study abstract on the mRNA vaccine. Somebody asked me very good question. Somebody sent me a thing and said, "Hey, um, which one is causing most of these heart issues?" According to the study, is it Pfizer or Moderna? Uh, the abstract appears to have taken both of them into account to to basically not look at which one was worse, but to look at the technology of mRNA. Um, there's others going, no, 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 it's People are weaponizing this abstract. Well, no, that's that's not what they're doing. The PULS risk assessment for five-year period went from 11% to 25% after being vaccinated. That's the issue. Um, it's Nobody's weaponizing it. That's what their study has shown. And it's, frank, it's concerning that every time scientific research comes out, which seems to be in line with what we've seen just is an abstract in our society anyway, that it's immediately pigeonholed, is thrown down the rabbit hole, it disappears, it gets uh, you know, it gets blue pilled, and you're not allowed to see the information anymore. So be very conscious of that. More coming up. 95.3 MNC also covered for Pat Miller. News Talk 1190 WoWo 107.5 FM.